I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Recently, at the McAllen Convention Center, the Texas Department of Transportation Border Trade Advisory Committee heard from several officials. Here's remarks from Port of Brownsville Director Eddie Campirano. Let me just say this. Maritime transportation is critical to cross-border trade. It's the unthought-of piece of transportation nobody thinks about. And there's no better example of that than the Port of Brownsville. 90% of our business at the port is focused on trade with Mexico. 85% of our rail car moves moving south into Mexico. So it's integral on what we do. So I'm going to talk about some of the things we're doing to help further not only the presence of the region in international trade, but obviously uh, cross-border trade. Uh, the most important project we have that's an infrastructure project is the deepening of the ship channel. Uh, you know, in this country, that's not easy to do. It's only taken us 15 years, and that's warp speed compared to other projects. Uh, the deepening of the ship channel is approximately 350 to 400 million dollar investment, and it's deepening the draft from 42 feet to 52 feet. Why is that important? It's important because transportation costs are increasing. Our customers, existing customers, want to be able to move more product uh, with loaded vessel than they can do so today. There's economies of scale to be saved, and more importantly, increasing transportation safety for larger vessels. Uh, this project is being done in two phases, which is not a typical project in this country. In fact, this is the first project that's being done in a public-private partnership model uh, with a private company as well as with the government. Phase two I'll start with, and that is the more traditional model. Phase two of the project is going to be done uh, between the U.S. government through the Army Corps of Engineers and the Port of Brownsville. That is approximately $105 million investment to do that. And that will accomplish about 40% of the job. The remainder of that project is about 60% completion of what will be a $19.3 million stretch of the ship channel that will be deepened. And that one leads me to the next project. That one is critical because the 60% portion of the project that will be constructed will be done by our private sector partner. And that, in effect, is next decade uh, LNG. And so most recently in July, the announcement was made that final investment decision was made for what is, at the moment, the largest project in the state of Texas, and it'll be the largest financing deal ever put together for a greenfield LNG project in this country. And that is the Rio Bravo, I'm, I'm sorry, that is the Rio Grande LNG project. Phase one of that is an $18.4 billion investment. Uh, that project is in the works, it commenced, uh, shortly after FID was announced in July. Uh, that project will be approximately 36 months in construction, uh, and it means a lot to the region. Uh, not only does it expand the region's uh, importance to cross-border trade, but it also puts us on the international stage as a region. Uh, at peak, uh, Bechtel is the EPC on that project is telling us they'll have between six, about five to 6,000 employees on site. That is going to be a huge economic boom to the region. 
But that's not the only part of the project that is going to be taking place. And that one has not been announced, but it should be very shortly. And that is the second phase of the LNG project, which is the Rio Bravo Pipeline project. And now that is an Enbridge investment. And that is going to be uh, more than $2 billion. So if you couple what is going to be happening in the region in the next three to four years, it's about a $22 billion investment in the region. Um, and that begins to lead to other things. The deepening of the ship channel all of a sudden has put us in a different space in terms of uh, investment in maritime transportation uh, that is necessary to be able to expand the energy uh, um, revolution that is going on in Texas. All of the projects that we're dealing with now with green energy are really the focus because of the announcement of the deepening of the ship channel. And we no longer have discussions about hundreds of thousands of dollars in expenditure or millions of dollars in expenditure. All of these projects are in billions. So I think certainly for, for us at the port and for the energy sector, uh, we're going to be making a big, big splash not only in our region, in our state, but in our nation. And certainly uh, the world is watching what's happening in the Rio Grande Valley as it relates to energy. Uh, our largest number one customer on the bulk, dry bulk side is Ternium de Mexico. Ternium de Mexico is the premier steel company in Mexico. Their customers are the automobile industry, the white appliance industry, construction industry, utilities, you name it, they do it. And why, why is that important to us? Again, we move more steel into Mexico than any other U.S. port. And when I talk about steel, I'm talking about the feedstock that goes to the mills. Their customers are the automobile industry. Their customers are the white appliance industry. So it begins at the port. And what we see coming back across the border, whether it's Laredo or whether it's Eagle Pass, automobiles, white appliances, construction material, is the product of that international trade that we do uh, in supporting the Mexican automobile industry through the uh, 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 work that we do with Turnium de Mexico. Uh, they've announced another expansion to their Pesqueria uh, steel mill. Uh, that's a state-of-the-art, multi-billion dollar facility that actually went online about two years ago. And they've already expanded another, announced another expansion. Uh, they're adding another electric arc furnace to that. And uh, that project will also drive additional throughput through the Port of Brownsville, primarily in new commodities such as iron ore and additional scrap steel. Uh, I want to mention this project, uh, which is the reconstruction of another dock at the Port of Brownsville. And the reason I want to mention it is because uh, it was noted earlier that the legislature in the state of Texas invested in port infrastructure. Well, part of that $200 million is going to be this dock. Uh, in fact, the commission needs, I think, at their next meeting, will consider those recommendations. Uh, and we're to receive, hopefully, about $11.5 million that will go to that. So again, all of the infrastructure that we have at the port is multimodal. It's designed to actually provide options to connect not only the region to the world, but through other parts of the United States, certainly Texas, and more importantly, the work that we do to support cross-border trade uh, with Mexico. So I will stop there. Um, for those of you that have not visited the party and you would like to, uh, please let me know. I'd be more than happy to uh, invite anyone to do so. Thank you.
That was the Port of Brownsville director Eddie Campirano speaking at a recent meeting of the Border Trade Advisory Committee. Other officials that addressed the committee included the executive director of the Cameron County RMA, Pete Sepulveda, Far Bridge Director Luis Basan, and City of McAllen Superintendent of International Bridges, Juan Olaguibel. Listen to their remarks only in the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. I'm Mario Munoz reporting.